everybody. My name is Alex Brown, and welcome to the Sem Says Podcast. Today I'm joined by Timothy Bannock from the Diocese of Arlington. Tim, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Alex. Good to be here. Really our pleasure. Now, Tim, you have a, a pretty special treat for us today. You're going to play some music. Before we do, before we get into the, the contretemps, as we say, in ballet, <laughs> I don't know. Um, before, we get in, before we really get into it, tell us about yourself. What did you do for entering seminary? Uh, How did you enter seminary? Who is Timothy Bannock? Sure, Timothy Bannock. Yeah. Now, I, uh, before I went into seminary, I was working. So I worked for three years at a consulting company in D.C. And it's actually funny looking back at my life, all the little events that got me into the Diocese of Arlington, and then as a seminarian in the diocese, it's kind of remarkable. I grew up in western New York. I decided to go to school in Virginia kind of on a whim. I applied to UVA at like 11 o'clock at night, the night the application was due, (laughs) (laughs) reluctantly, kind of in part because my twin sister was doing it, and my parents recommended it, and yeah, it's amazing. Like, the turn of events that got me into Virginia, like, rested on a, you know, 18-year-old Tim deciding to do a college application <laughs> instead of going to bed. I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what got me in the area. And then um, when I graduated from UVA, I got a job in, in Arlington, and that's when I really started to discern the diocesan priesthood. And after a couple years there, it kind of made sense for me to join The thought of the priesthood never really went away, and I realized I was kind of waiting for this perfect time that may never come unless I seize the moment. So, yeah, I took the leap of faith, and here I am. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Just entering (laughs) 18-year-old you just making a whim decision. I get that. (laughs) All right, so now that you're here, you've been a real blessing to the house because you have, well, an array of talents and and gifts, but specifically the one we're going to talk about today is the mandolin. You've Mm -hmm. brought your instrument with us today. What is a mandolin? What are you What are you doing there? Yeah, thank you, Alex. A mandolin. It's a curious instrument. It's tuned in fifths like a violin, but it's plucked like a guitar. And the one I have here is a bit of a special mandolin. It's called an octave mandolin, which means it's tuned an octave below the normal mandolin or a violin, which gives it this nice deep tone and resonance that you you'll hear later. But yeah, it's a fun instrument to play. And it's, it's a joy to be able to share the talents with the house. So, Thanks. We appreciate it. So mandolins are very prevalent in bluegrass and folk music and Irish music. How did you get into it? Is that something growing up? Was, was it a regional thing, being from Arlington? Yeah. So I actually first came across the mandolin at bluegrass festivals. So when I was a little kid, my family, we would go to these, these festivals and listen to different artists play. And... It was kind of fun. It was almost like retired hippies would come back together and <laughs> hang out at these festivals once they had kids and settled down. So it was kind of a neat experience, and I, I was kind of immersed in that that culture of instrumental music from a kid, and it was specifically bluegrass. So when I got my first mandolin, this was in college, I thought I would be playing a lot of bluegrass music, and it turns out that I sort of fell in love with Irish music. God bless. In the process, which Alex is pretty thrilled about, I'm sure. (laughs) But no, uh, bluegrass music is still awesome, but I just, yeah, I just really enjoyed playing Irish tunes, so that's kind of what I've really gotten into. All right, that's truly just, right? (laughs) God has a plan. Right, yeah. (laughs) 
All right. For I asked you to play, any mandolin players you'd recommend? Any musicians that particularly inspire you? Yeah. So growing up, um, I listened to the Del McCurry Band, which is just a, a bluegrass big name band. Um, in terms of like specific mandolin players, Chris Thiele is great. He does a lot of contemporary mandolin playing, merging of styles. Sam Bush, another big mandolin player. And then you have Serge Rolls. She's a she's a player um, that's kind of come on the scene more recently. And yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of great great mandolinists to to look after for sure. Very good. Well, hopefully the shout out will inspire them to come on the show one day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite fun if they, if they came here, but we'll see. All right. Without further ado, we can get adjusted there and sure. uh, play some tunes for us. Now, you're playing some original tunes, right? That's right. I have two original tunes for you guys today. So, yeah. Any so, story behind them? Yeah. So one of them actually, uh, so one thing I learned kind of in seminary is this notion of Ignatian prayer. And in Ignatian prayer, you try to engage your imagination, your senses, to pray. And one day I was praying with the the story of the wedding feast of Cana. And of course, knowing some Irish music at this point, I just started to, to imagine like an Irish jig playing at the wedding. And I was just enjoying the scene with Jesus and Mary. And um, I tried to kind of capture a little bit of that idea for a song when I was praying and uh, went back on it and developed the song out a little bit. So one of the songs I'll play today was kind of inspired by that meditation on the wedding of Cana and tries to capture the dialogue between Jesus and Mary in instrumental form as best as I can. Perfect. Very good. All right. Now, finally, without further ado, I'll let you get changed there. All right. Thanks, Alex. All right. So to warm up, I'm going to actually start with another song. Um, that I decided to call Moonrise because I thought Moonrise was a cool term. <laughs> really no other story behind it than that, but all right. This next song is Cana, the one I talked about just a minute ago. 
All right, awesome. Thank That's, you, Alex. You can really hear in the last piece a dialogue. It was definitely in two parts and a call and response. Yeah, that was kind of the kind of the idea there with that song was to to capture that kind of conversation that happens between Jesus and Mary amidst the the crowd of the wedding and kind of the intimacy of that exchange. Yeah, I'm touched by it. Thank you, Alex. Awesome. Did you want to play a song together? Uh, sure. We can give it a shot. Awesome. Um, why don't we do a, a fiddle tune we like to play together, the Virginia, in honor of my <laughs> great diocese. <laughs> sure. Tim, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I think that does it for, for me. I mean, I, I feel feel great. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Alex. This was great, and thank you for doing this podcast for us. Appreciate sure it. Sure thing. You're also sharing your talents with the house too by doing this. So, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. I feel like we should have some cool cool catchphrase like keep your strings ringing and your fingers picking. picking. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> we'll edit it out later. Awesome. For everyone else, thanks so much for coming. Take care.